This is life with Lisa Williams. Okay, so first I want to tell you about a trip that I took to Wyoming. Not the first one where I went camping and I did a show about it, but the second trip that I took with my friend Patty Webster without my kids. We went to this really nice place, Grand Teton Village, and Patty knew of a hike she wanted to do. It was a nine-hour hike. I don't even walk nine hours on flat surfaces, man, but we were climbing for over four hours, over five hours. We were climbing, and that was a pretty monumental event for me that happened at the end of July. Um, I drove there. It was a long drive. It was an eight-hour drive, and that was pretty monumental, too, to not have your kids and be in a car and be in the quiet. And four hours into that drive, I turned off everything and said, God, I want to talk to you. And in the process of spending time with God for a very, very long time as I was driving, I had India Partners in my heart. I already knew that I was looking for somebody to partner with, but the thing is, I didn't want to just partner with anybody like, hey, you have something going on and I need some money, so hey, let's partner. I didn't want to be like that. I don't have the capacity in my soul to do things I don't believe in ever again. (laughs) You know, I just can't do it. It's not who I am anymore. I've got to believe in it. I've got to believe in it down to my toes. And India Partners, whoo, try not to cry. Any partners was in my heart, in my soul, in my prayer time, in my mind, thinking that is it. They had already uh, taken a space inside my soul because I had represented them on the radio over the past couple of years at different radio stations around America to help raise awareness and money for their safe houses. So it was so inside my heart, and I prayed so hard about it for a long time in that car driving to Wyoming. And then I get an email from a very good friend who works with India Partners, saying, we were having a prayer time, same day I was praying, and we started praying for you, Lisa, and then we had a long discussion about you and India Partners, and we need to talk. And I said, boom, that's right. That's it. That's it. I just knew it in my heart already, and then there was the confirmation of this is what we're going to do. And so we're rolling this out, and now India Partners is like, hey, Lisa, you want to go to India? So now I'm like, I think I'm going to India. I need prayer because I have a tender heart and I protect it all the time. But God has been showing me something about myself, and that is I hyper vigilant uh, focus on protection and I need to start praying for strength. That's one of the things He taught me when I was in Wyoming to begin to lean into his strength. So instead of thinking, I don't know if my little heart can take a trip to India and see the really bad situations in these red light districts and these girls and hear their stories. I don't know if my heart can take it. I don't know if my heart can take it. I have pivoted into God is my strength. I walk in the strength of God. If he asks me to do something, he gives me the strength to do it. As a matter of fact, he's asked me to live every day on this planet. He's asked you to live every day on this planet. Guess what? He's got the strength for you to do it, to walk it out, to face it, to live, to breathe, to exist, not hunkered down just trying to make it out of here, but walking in the power and strength of God. And so if you would, pray for me that I'll just have clear direction about whether or not to go to India. If he lets me go, then maybe he'll let me be a voice for those who feel like they have no voice. If you're going to pray for me, one way you can let me know is by going by the India Partners Facebook page, like their page. And when I see that number go up, I'll think somebody else is praying for me about this. 
Okay, so there are a couple of ways you can reach out to me if you have any feedback on the things that I'm going to touch on today. One is through the Facebook page, Life with Lisa Williams. You can message me there. You can also send messages to us at lifewithlisawilliams.com. I want your feedback. You can help direct the guests that I have and the direction that I go. And here are some different topics that I'm interested in. There are people who have been publicly shamed because of secret sin recently. Famous people, people who have been very um, forthright and standing for morality, then it's like, oh, oh yeah, okay, so you struggle. (laughs) And so here's the real deal. You struggle. In the past, you've struggled and you've gotten help and oh, wow, you struggle still. Okay. All right. So that would be the true sense of the word hypocrite is two faces. It's two faces. And, And all I can say is, been there, done that, me too. I don't want to pick up a stone and start hurling it at the person on the TV like, you hypocrite. Because let's be honest, if you don't have any sin, go ahead and pick up that rock. My heart is not to judge the hypocrites. My heart is that we would not be hypocrites and that we would be real Christians, like really follow Christ not just the imagined American picture of Christ, not the sanitized version of who Jesus really was, like Jesus. Like, what's it look like to follow Jesus? What's it look like to be a person of integrity? Integrity, one face. You know, it it really boils down to so many things where we are hypocrites. To your face, I'll be like, oh, that sounds like a great idea. Behind your back, what a moron, right? And we do this. I know we do this. We have two faces. And what does it look like if we become a person like Jesus? The real Jesus, like Jesus Christ, the one and only. What's it like to follow him? What does he say to you about your secret sin? What does he say to people who are caught in sin? What does he say about being a person of integrity? What does he say about humility? How do we become people who don't have two faces? And I know that there's someone listening and you're hiding sin and you know it. I mean, there's no like, well, maybe I have sin in my life. Like, you know it. It's big secrets. And you believe that if you show people who you really are, they would hate you. They would judge you. You believe that You couldn't take it. You couldn't face who you really are. That people knowing who you really are would be impossible for you to navigate. And I would like to suggest God knows who you really are. You're not hiding anything. There is no secret sin. And what would it look like to become an honest person, a broken person? What would that look like? Where would you start? How tangled is it? And where is the first thread that you start with? These are some things that I want to talk about more deeply in the days to come. And I'm wide open to suggestions when it comes to guests. If you have a suggestion, you can reach out to me those ways that I mentioned. Lifewithlisawilliams.com is a great place to start. Because here's my ultimate goal. This is something I've got in my heart. How do we bring the kingdom of God to earth? Our Father who art in heaven, holy, holy is your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
My question is, how do we bring heaven to earth? Do we bring heaven to earth when we project perfectionism and wear masks? Do we bring the fragrance of heaven, the power of God, the face of Jesus to our family, to our community, and to ourselves when we are play acting, when we harbor deep inside bitterness, resentment, hatred, lust, all kinds of things that are just like deep inside, but no, 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 we're not going to deal with those things. We're just going to be, hey, how are you? I am fine. Thanks. Don't I look great? Don't you look great? Don't we all look great? Let's talk about TV. Let's talk about shopping. Let's talk about these things. Let's move on if it gets a little too personal. And sometimes I'm going to let them out and then I'm going to push them back down in again because I can't, I can't deal with that. <laughs> How do we bring heaven to earth? Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I just think that it's going to have to be by being real people. You know, people who don't know Christ, they mock. They mock hypocrites constantly. They find the cracks in people's arguments all the time. They mock hypocrisy. And I often see the things that they say or write on Facebook or tweet. And I I often think, they're right. <laughs> They're right. So what can I do? What can you do? You got to fillet your life before Jesus. You got to be a person of integrity down to the core of your being. Let me, let me um, tell you how you spell that. W-O-R-K. <laughs> Hard work. I'm just telling you, it's not necessarily going to be the easiest path, but honey, it'll be the best path. So before we throw rocks at all the hypocrites out there, what guests can I have to open up this idea of I'm a sinner and I want to walk in righteousness before Christ Jesus. I want to follow him. And before I beat some bully pulpit about everybody else's sins, Let me come right here into the presence of God and begin a work inside of me. God, search me. Psalm 139, verse 23, search me, God. Know my heart. Test me. Know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way of the everlasting. What's the next step for you and for me? What's the next step to becoming a person of integrity who has surrendered to Jesus And we begin to open those hidden chambers inside of us. What does that look like to live a broken life? That's how the fragrance of heaven comes to earth through your brokenness, through your brokenness, not through perfection. I've got so far to go on this journey of being a broken person of integrity. I've got so much work to do. As I do this work and I grow, I don't want to go alone. There it is. I just don't want to do this by myself. (laughs) And I believe it's a key to what the world truly needs. And so I'm just asking you to journey with me.